I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do. But if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Welcome to Second Take Podcast review of The Last Airbender. Starring Noah Ringer. Dave Patel, Nicola Peltz, Jackson Rathbun, Sean Tobe, Asif Mandiv, and Cliff Curtis. Written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. You are the last of your kind. All that remains of a once powerful nation. I knew you were real. I always knew you returned. the only one who can bring balance to a world at war. But some will stop at nothing to destroy you. The destinies are tied, Zuko. And to quote IMDb, we've started a rebellion, and I'm Sebastian. <laughs> Nothing is ever truly lost. I'm Andy Shosler. Yep, yep. And I'm Alex. We could be friends, you know. And I'm Jordan. But I'm no longer friends with Seb because he made me watch this movie. Mm, a sentiment I share. Welcome to our friendly chat, friendly review of friends of The Last <laughs> Airbender. Um, a movie that or only really good friends who, um, they're fine. Only they can watch this film. And that's us. The people that watch this film. Um <laughs> That's us. Yep, that's that's us to a T, right? Right, guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're all okay. Oh, yeah. Everything um, is fine. So this movie has kind of a, the opposite of a cult following <laughs> in that if you like it, you're probably in a cult, and if you don't like it, <laughs> welcome to society, and they'll kill you. Um, yeah, I, I've got nothing here, guys. I never watched the cartoon. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's great. Um, people keep telling you. You don't ask. They just like, oh, have you seen this cartoon? It's great stuff, and I haven't watched it yet. But um, you should give it a go. I've heard. Um, <laughs> Stop so, watching your wrestling shit. Uh, yeah, and just got, put this on. Yeah, you'll be much better off. For those that find themselves in both the I like watching movies and I like watching wrestling camp, I want you to know today, when we're recording this. I had to watch this film twice because I fell asleep the first time and then again, second time, instead of watching NXT TakeOver War Games. So I think I've suffered enough because there was a good show that I haven't watched yet that I can, even without seeing more than 20 seconds of visuals on my screen, can tell you is better than this trash. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I'm the victim here. Everyone be nice to me. Oh, right. He's no. the victim. Um, can somebody talk to me about this trash? Not this movie, sorry. The trash it's come from. Yeah. it's um, look, The cartoon's pretty good. Um, I watched it a little bit when I was younger and I watched a few episodes this week prior to watching the movie to, I guess, really set myself up for disappointment because that's what I do apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it's a good cartoon, but this is not a good adaption, nor is it a good standalone film. <laughs> 
Yep. Well, I agree to the last part of that. This film was not fun, but it was kind of fun in its own way. So you guys are familiar with that. Uh, Andrew, you're going to correct me on my way by my pronunciation saying this. Uh, Schadenfreude, the German word for when you experience joy to someone's pain. Schadenfreude. Freude, thank you. I have experienced that because when I watch a film like this, that means nothing to me. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is a terrible film. And I know the pain it has caused everyone around me though, that actually <laughs> has feelings and thoughts and and they just really wanted this movie to be something. It makes the movie enjoyable to me on another level that the filmmakers weren't intending. Okay. So that's where, that's my angle for this entire review. <laughs> Similar for me, except, so I've watched the entire cartoon. I actually started with Korra, which is the like sort of second volume of Avatar. Um and then I watched all of The Last Airbender, but that was years ago. And recently, um, The Last Airbender cartoon series has made it to Netflix. And I've been meaning to go back and watch it. But watching this film just made me realize, like, I need to go back and watch the cartoon because, A, the movie isn't good at all. And, B, the cartoon is fantastic and I, I should go back and watch it. <laughs> Okay. So, like, it, it's given me joy in a sense of, like, I've got something to look forward to that I will enjoy, and I know I will enjoy. Very well. <laughs> my only exposure to all of this was the Nostalgia Creek review of uh, Last Day Bender. He seemed to have a good time watching it, in a sense that he got to yell about it, and that's, I think <laughs> that's what he likes. And I enjoy <laughs> the review immensely. Yep. Um, I, I never watched the, the, the cartoon. I haven't watched much of Japanese anime. Just this is Japanese. This it's American. American. No, I, know, I know, but yeah. it's done in that style. Yes. And, I've, and I've never, you know, enjoyed any of those uh, any of those cartoons. Well, not because there's anything wrong with them, just that they don't click with me. <laughs> just because there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Possibly. Well, then you're gonna have a great time in January where we do four Studio Ghibli films. Mm, so. I can't wait. No, I mean you were gonna love them. I I put all of Alex's reputation on the line. You owe me oh, cake, great. Seb. I owe you cake. Yes. Why? To get through them. You'll be fine. You'll love I them. I will make a cake for our next recording. <laughs> That's Excellent. not true. I mean, he's I recorded, so he's gonna he's gonna look like a dick when he doesn't do it, but he ain't gonna do it. So I'm coming into it completely fresh. Um, yeah. My, apart from apart from everything that uh, Nostalgia Critic did, but even then, that was just done for entertainment. It did, it didn't spoil the the movie at all. Yeah. My. My only angle really coming into this like from the outside is I think it's kind of like Captain Planet. Um, <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think There's we're on the no, same wavelength yeah. here. <laughs> There's no heart in it though. <laughs> um, I think their friendship is the heart. Oh No, you're wrong. And where does that come <laughs> up in the film? No, I just assume, I'm, I'm just assuming the cartoon here. Um, that it's just like- Maybe the true avatar is the friends they made along the way. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is the fireball okay? Um, can somebody give me the briefest of outlines, though? That, I think the that's story? saved for our uh, tweet synopsis. No, no, no. Of the of the series. Oh, okay. So the Avatar is a sort of bald child. No. Um, so the Avatar is a spirit that embodies a person who can control all of the elements. So fire. You can tell where wind. the spirit came into the body because there's a nice arrow pointing to it. <laughs> down that way. <laughs> Excuse uh, me, my eyes are down here. That's <laughs> also incorrect because the the airbenders once they uh, meditate for a certain amount of time and they reach a a certain like status of monk. The arrow goes directly to their balls. The, the tattoos. <laughs> that that's an airbending tattoo. Um, so there's the four elements, and so the avatar once one dies after they killed or they live their life out, it'll reincarnate into the next in the cycle. So it's for the, for this. It's the Dalai Lama. For this purpose, yeah. it's um, air, water, earth, then fire. Yes, and it goes in that cycle forever. Oh, so the next avatar will be a water nation. Yes, will be born in the which water is nation. I see in in this canon, Korra. Okay, yeah. so wait, he's the. L I know this is probably in the actual film, but you'd be shocked to know none of that retain. I, I got none of that in here. He's the last Airbender because the Fire Nation had, knowing that the Avatar was an was an air uh, child, had the entire Air Nation 
eliminated. That seems like a big overstep, right? They power corrupts. Oh, man, the Fire Nation. They got, okay, we'll talk about them. Um, okay, well, I guess They're the only good part of the film. Uh, mm, They're the only interesting part of the they film. Were the, they, yeah. were the, they were the intentional, intentionally funny part, I did find. Not fu- One I mean, of the captains was very no, funny. No, well, well acted. They're the only believable... Uh, uh, believable characters, believable motivations. They, they're the only part of the film that is actually interesting or, 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 or coherent in any way. Everybody else was it just was reading lines from a page and it had no feeling whatsoever. I have a bending question. Yes. So he's an airbender. <laughs> <laughs> and I know he has the ability to control all the other ones, you know, once he's done the training. Yeah. But if he's just really good at air, isn't he kind of an everything bender anyway? Because you can use air to push water and use air to move fire. And I mean, I, can't, I know he can't get like into the nitty gritty of the ground, but he can blow some dirt in your eyes, right? Isn't I just mean, being a really yeah, good airbender like, all the same thing? You could just pick up some dust and throw it in someone's face. But he can do it from like over there. <laughs> yeah, but you could say that about anything. You could, you know, encapsulate a bubble of air inside a, a water bubble. Yes. And then, are you an airbender? No. But I feel like air's the, air's the good one to start with if you weren't going to be an avatar. Because if you were just an airbender, you could push, you could push water with it. And well, you, you could make waves. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Practicing like, oh, look at my big waves. And it's just like a lap pool, like lapping at the- if, But if you're like a real good, a good boy, I reckon you can make like a, like a bowl of air. Maybe. Like a cereal bowl of air and you pick up some water with it. Yeah. Um, that's maybe you not could, how air works. Yes, but, no, no, but it's not, I mean, you can't make air solid, right? Water you can freeze and sort of make it into a bowl, but air in order to get a bowl shape, you would have to keep- yeah. Blowing it. Can he make a there. vacuum? Can he suck the air out of people? Does he do not that in the series? I'm not going to spoil anything. In the series, <laughs> does he take the air from someone? I'm not going to spoil anything for you because you should watch it. Or just do your own research, not on a podcast. <laughs> okay, sure. Right, go, we'll, we'll move into trivia then, I guess. Well, hold on. Before oh. we do, um, uh, the TV show's popularity notwithstanding, the film carries a 4.1 on IMDb, which I think is unbelievably generous. <laughs> oh, yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 5% critical score, not even double digits, <laughs> and a 30% audience score, which, again, I think is very mm-hmm. generous, exceedingly generous. Did you know three out of ten people are stupid? <laughs> <laughs> There's four of us. Okay, we could so be in the <laughs> nicer part of that. It's fine. And my two dogs are here. And then when Jess rocks up, I think we're in the clear. No one, no one gets insulted <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, good. But anyone else, <laughs> they're idiots. <laughs> I just love that this is uh, Dev Patel's big follow-up to Slumdog Millionaire was this movie. He's one of the generals in the fire, right? He's the prince. The prince. Yeah. Prince Zuko. He was a prince? I thought he was a general. No. There's prince Zuko. You've got Prince Zuko, who is son of the fire king. His uncle is the brother of the Fire King, mm-hmm. and the General Zhao is is the guy who's working against him because, of course, the, the prince is a threat to his own power. Yeah, I'm moving yeah. into trivia. I hate this movie. <laughs> that dynamic is actually quite interesting. Well, we can talk about it in the sure. good, I guess. In the good? Yeah, I've yeah. just said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. So expensive film. Budget of $150 million. No, right. give me one and I'll tell you not to do this. And then you've saved $149 million. <laughs> Very expensive film. But Shyamalan keeps getting hired because he keeps making the money. Worldwide gross of 319 so it, including marketing, it probably made its money back with a little bit on top. From memory, uh, Last Airbender came out 2008, possibly, maybe? Uh, just, maybe a little I bit before. I did just have it on my screen, bear with me. Maybe. I think it was 2010. Oh, no, like the, the, oh, cartoon. the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that maybe, sounds about right. Maybe a little bit before. And yeah. so this came out 2010, so it was like fresh. Fresh off. Cora was 2012. Yep. 20, 2005 was the, oh, 2005. the okay. TV, the original mm-hmm. one. So like st- still pretty fresh because it would have been like maybe three years for the three 
like things. So last one, 2007, 2008. So pretty fresh. So I've, I reckon like there would have been like a lot of people going off the hype of how good the cartoon was. Yeah, yeah sure, just, of course. That just went and that's how they made all their money and then everyone else was like, nope. So and it was heavily criticised by, by fans for uh, breaking yeah. the source material so often. So I'm looking at the main character's picture on IMDb and I can't help but notice that while young, he's definitely at least above the age of six. <laughs> so right. um, that's how old he looks in the cartoon. Yeah. Why did they then cast a baby in this film? No, I think it was cast yeah, it was fine. Like 10. Yeah. I think he was younger. I think he, this, the, the main actor in this film looked like a small lost boy. I think it was actually 15. Whose body was still developing 13. the shape of its own head. And well, it didn't quite know what its influence was. Well, is it a circle? That age though. Is it a square? A shaped head, to be fair. He looked like he was ill. <laughs> and the really just close up shots of him. Speaking it's of- It's his nose, like the, the real big circle nose. Speaking yeah. of being ill- the uh, producers at Nickelodeon rightly uh, poo-pooed the planned trilogy of The Last Airbender uh, following the poor reception of it. Can't imagine but why. they must have developed some sort of brain tumour or cancer or whatever because in 2015 they revived plans to continue it on. And just speaking with Alex uh, off mic before, that's now morphed into a live-action Netflix in conjunction with uh, Nickelodeon-produced uh, TV show. Well, that so sounds more that, like what you'd want. The creators anyway. yeah. are on board, and they're going to have a lot of creative input. Not like uh, Shamalama coming along and just <laughs> going, "This is mine now. I'm going to yeah. rewrite everything." And fuck well, that you gives all. them a lot more time to delve into, like dive into the source material as well, rather yeah. than being 90 minutes of characters explaining yeah, yeah, exactly. all this stuff at you, which isn't and fun. Like, yeah, like and and maybe it'll be like longer episodes. So yeah, you'll get like a couple of episodes. From the cartoons, like in one episode, mm. and yeah, I th- I think it's going to do well, especially if like the creators of the property are heavily involved. I yeah. know I'm the bad guy at the table here because this movie was on our schedule. I I get that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like we should acknowledge why it is on the schedule and how weird it is that this movie is on the schedule. In saying that, because it's only being covered because we're doing every Shyamalan film this year. Which raises the question, we're going from famous horror director M. Night Shyamalan. He had a hit. His first big film was a hit and that ruined him for his future career. Yeah. Because then he thought he could do no wrong. And it turns out he found all the wrong. (laughs) He found a big bucket of wrong and was like, you there, boy with paintbrush, come here and paint my set with this. The story (laughs) is that he uh, was in constant disputes with the producers over this film. They wanted various uh, things done. One stipulation was that it be converted to 3D. Um, as, a re- as a result, 30 minutes of the film had to be cut because they were already maybe seeing that the film wasn't going to make a lot of money. So they just rushed through the uh, 3D conversion and snipped as much of the film as they could to save some money there. So that in itself added about 5 or $10 million to the budget. Mm. Right. Uh, but the story is he was in constant fights with them, eventually just giving up, taking his check and essentially checking out, you know, just ticking the boxes and on the on the on the floor, and that's it. Just getting whatever he was contractually obliged to provide, and not caring about the project by the end of it. See, that explains a lot to me because even just in watching the movie, like even some of the editing is really jarring in yeah. places where it looks like the movie's partially unfinished, sound- and maybe that's just <laughs> like Shyamalan like checking out, like they just didn't get enough coverage, which is why it's just like close up shot, close up shot, close up shot. Like there's no, yeah, like. Yeah. Just we'll cover that variety. Bit, sure, <laughs> I've got I've got criticisms of of the of the editing as well. Yeah, um, I was going to attack the DOP in this film. Uh, I mean, I know Shyamalan's an easy target because it's his name's literally was it writer, director, producer. But sure. I think the guy that shot this film should be barred from life. Nope, no, that's murder. Yeah. Um, he should be locked in a cell without a window. No, nope, that's it's, torture. I thought, it, I thought it's, it looked good. It's pretty. The, the amount of it just weird have any close-up shots where you're just seeing half a human's face and that's all. Mm. But it's that's really not, awkward. But that's not necessarily a DOP decision. It's 
Well, it's a lot of his choice, though. Like he's there to make the you know put the camera where it needs to go. He frames the shots. I well, mean, you all, the you same guy who shot all of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. You, no, no. Yeah, you don't he's going see, to jail. I just checked. <laughs> oh, you you don't see the stuff that was left on the cutting room floor. All you see is the final product. So if you've got a producer yeah. on set and saying, "Okay, you've done all this work." The shots are brilliant. They're beautiful. They're fantastic. What I want is something completely different and that's going to ruin the film and you better film it <laughs> or I'm going to sue you for breach of contract. So zoom in on that motherfucker because that's what I want to see. That is like- You n- don't see all that other stuff. You just see the final product. That is like next level like bullshit, like fucking around with the studio <laughs> though. Like there's actually Red, more work. Red Letter Media when they're working on- uh, Oh God, I can't remember what what film it was they were criticizing, but they had one little, uh, oh, the, the Ghostbusters film, yeah, the new Ghostbusters, and they had one little one little snippet where Rich Evans is playing some Sony producer and just saying, yeah, I noticed the film doesn't look much like Barf. I'd like it to, you know, up up the saturation on that. I want it to look more like Barf. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there was a lot of that at play yeah. in this. By the sounds of it, there was a lot of that. I mean, honestly, we knew some explanation because it's shocking how gross this film can look in parts and yet it's pretty beautiful in in some other parts like yeah. it looks like an amazing film mm. but then when you start to pay attention to the story you, you realize oh no it's just yeah it's I, all it's I all it down in my notes as i was watching i had uh, it's one of the best looking bad movies i've ever seen yes <laughs> it's definitely a polished turd yep so this film was the winner of the 2010 Golden Raspberry Award. You did it. For Worst Picture. Hmm. M. Night Shyamalan has won Worst Director in the Golden Raspberries twice hmm. and been nominated another two times. Would Happening? you care to guess what four films, and bonus points if you can guess which ones he won for Worst Director? I the reckon. Happening. The, the Happening, Happening. yeah. Obviously, this one. So, are we excluding this okay. one? So, four included. No, this, this one? one's included. Now, I love this film. It's one of my favorite films of all time, but I guarantee for some bullshit reason, Signs is on that list. Signs? Okay. Uh, Any more village. guesses? The yeah, Village? The Village, yeah. Okay. It's some of that is correct. Would you care to lock in what you think he won worst director for? I reckon he won it for Signs. Okay. Which is stupid because it's fucking incredible. I would but like <laughs> to lock in the happening. Because what was it? When we were doing the. um, We talked about Razzies ages ago. The Shining won a fucking Razzie. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's hard because really good films win Razzies sometimes. You'd, and be, you'd be surprised looking through the history of uh, all, the, all the categories what has, what has won, it, what has been nominated as well. But uh, nominated for Worst Director, M. Night Shyamalan, 2008, The Happening. 2013 After Earth. Oh, I forgot oh. that film existed. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, but I said we're doing every he, Shyamalan film. We did miss four of them. He <laughs> won Worst Director in 2006 for Lady in the Water. I like that oh. movie. And 2010 for The Last Airbender. Well, good that Signs wasn't on that list. I'm actually happy about that. <laughs> I just assumed that somebody would be like, uh, the, uh, killed them with water. It's a bad movie. And my research was fairly quick, but as far as I can make out, he's the only person to have won twice hmm. for Worst Director. What an honor. <laughs> they only he started. They only started in the eighties, though, so it's ah. early days. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> still, the idea that you bowl is not on there, but I guess his films never get enough traction to like be considered because you can. Yeah, I can say Postal's on there, but did anyone see it? No. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, never yeah, heard of it. And it's also the first film that Shyamalan did that wasn't based on an original script. Mm. Oh, true. But sure. thanks to Head his worst director for Lady in the Water, <laughs> that's not a critical factor. <laughs> in his filmmaking. I enjoyed Lady in the Water and you can hear all about it earlier this year where Andrew, Julie and myself sat down to speak about it. Self plugs are fine, right? I didn't like it. I <laughs> it was fun. I liked all the actors. It had Paul Giamatti in it. Um, it's one of those that went under the radar. Bryce Dallas yeah. Howard. Yeah. It was oh, weird. A good cast. And even oh, this, cast to be, is great, yeah. To be perfectly honest, I don't remember seeing previews for this at all. I do, I, but I was like, oh, no thanks. I haven't seen that. Whatever that's based off, I have no interest in this. Like, yeah, but yeah, I don't remember. I think it was big with kids. To be fair, though, we probably aged out by that stage. It, it, we, have no, it, we didn't watch it as a show, as like growing up no. either. So we have just no reference point. Like if I didn't watch it and it came out, yeah, was it two thousand eleven? Ten. Okay, so I was like what twenty twenty one. 
I remember that, that stage. Oh, so young, Sim. No, so old and so wise, and I avoided this movie. <laughs> I must have like Skywalker like, was older when he found out about the Force. Ni- <laughs> Nineteen, I think, would be your age. How old were we? When we graduated? We were seventeen, weren't we? Yeah. God, I'm so old. Generally, you graduate at seventeen. That is correct. Yeah, so. I, and I was a, I was a smart boy, so I graduated at seventeen and not eighteen, right? Sure. I was sixteen when I graduated. Look at this smart boy. Ooh. Look how no, smart he is. Just because I'm born at the very end of the year. I was born at the very beginning of the year. <laughs> Oops. <Ooh. laughs> um, all right. Well, movie babies? Let's this is going to be oh, tough yeah. because my half of it's going to be like dream I had while watching it the first time. This one was <laughs> I nailed it in five minutes. Oh. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right, I'm jumping in with Captain Planet's mine, dibs. Captain Planet's mine. <laughs> um, and this is going to sound strange because I really love this movie, but Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Because <laughs> it's just people running around with really you know, the green screens around them and, and bad acting. I Too see bad. Mortal Kombat Annihilation and I raise you Battlefield Earth <laughs> oh, <yep. laughs> and Braveheart. That's good. Dragon Ball Z Evolution. Yep, yep. And... Anything else bad in this world? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, they they go around liberating villages, like like the water uh, nation villages from the when the fire nation oh, invades. No, I, had, or I had the other one. Sorry, yep. And that's um, and that's what had the Braveheart feel for me. Fantastic Four, the two thousand four stick. <laughs> 2015 or fourteen, yeah. whenever that came out. I yeah. would I would raise you all the. I'm going to say it. I'll say it both ways so everyone's happy. The Dynasty Warriors or Dynasty Warriors video game franchise. Not Never heard of it. Whoa! Oh, lucky. Nope. I, I raise you all and this is my trump card. The Warriors. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, the Dynasty Warriors game, um, it's set in China, um, but you actually, you pick a- China. Gen- Sorry, it's set in Jaina, and you pick a general. Like, uh, there's like 30 characters you can pick from, and you run around on like an open field, and there's just hundreds of enemy soldiers, and it's just you just oh, like FIFA. mash, like FIFA, <laughs> <laughs> but with swords. <laughs> but yeah, and it just plays into a lot of like myths and stuff from like Chinese legend and stuff. Okay. And, and but it's about picking this general and just fucking up waves upon waves of troops. They're really Sounds simple but very fun, and it's kind of the battle sequences of everyone just kind of like into each other. Yeah, right. Same thing. Um, I tried and all I could come up with at the time was also Dragon Ball Evolution just because it ticks all those boxes of being bad and uh, ruining something that a lot of people love. So. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's all you had though? Yeah, yes. I, I couldn't come up with anything else that I could pigeonhole in with it. But it's not really all of those that- make sense. I like all the all the ones you guys have. What's a, what's a famous child illness? Someone name one. <laughs> cancer of the child. Okay, so it's cancer of the child plus Dragon Ball Evolution. There you go. Lock it in. So you wanted, for the record, Alex said that I, I didn't. I didn't dismiss it. I'm. I am guilty by association. But that was him. It's a very forgettable film. Yeah, you know. It's but at like the same it, time, I feel like I'll never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten it already, guys. It's not. It's. It's not so bad that it's memorable as a very you know famous bad film like Battlefield Earth or Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, it's not. It's not entirely forgettable because it sort of stays on the on the t- lingers for a long time, like a like a bad turpentine. It just sticks with you, and, and you can't get rid of that taste <laughs> or that smell for for a long time. But y- it's not so bad that you kind of you know it, you want to forget about it. It's easy to forget about it because it's it's not garbage. Would this film be better? No, sorry, it will be better. Would this film be improved enough to turn it into a recommend if you could only watch it when high? I don't think that'd help. I think all the weird close-up angles and just the weird shapes of people's heads in this film. <laughs> You're really like sort of stuck on that kid's head. Shape, not, aren't you? It was like a potato had escaped from a Look. potato farm and gained sentience. <laughs> and there it was like, I'm here to save you. It's there blowing are some wind films. on people. <laughs> There are some films that are famously bad, like The Room, that have a cult following. People quote it. They play games whenever they have viewings of it. I did not. There's nothing like that in this one. I agree, yeah. There's nothing quotable that that you can make a meme out of. It's just kind of terrible the whole way through. 
Yeah, I mean, that, no, you're right. I mean, that's from the original though. What about um, sit down and have some tea? Oh no, that's from. The <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm lost. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. I reckon we'll, we'll start with the good. I know this will be very brief, but then we'll, 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 we'll let's let's actively all how about, try how to be about positive. We, before we do that, what about a brief summary? Oh, have I skipped? <laughs> have I skipped <laughs> <a segment>? form? <laughs> I've, I've got them listed in front of me, and yet I missed it. <laughs> this is. I'd be embarrassed if I didn't do this every other episode. <laughs> so tweets, tweets. And today I'm going to read it to you. Got any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. By our powers combined, Avatar is Captain Planet. Hashtag except heart. No, that we discussed this. The heart was the journey. No, not by oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I felt or no heart. My heart felt pain. Could argue the heart is the whitehead chick that died. Oh, that's true. She does sacrifice herself for the moon spirit or whatever. I'm going to say this, and this is not a joke. I have no idea what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the fish that General Zhao stabs. I'm, no, I've, I don't remember that scene. Right he, at the end. He catches in, a fish. In the water village. Yeah. Or the water kingdom. Or the Maybe my plot synopsis will explain scroll. why I don't know what's happening he right now. He reads a scroll and finds out that the that the night spirit, that the moon spirit resides in a fish. And then he says, water spirits, they're always you know inhabiting vulnerable things. And he captures it in a bag and then stabs it after a big speech. And everybody's saying, no, don't do it. And you can see the conflict in his eyes, just like Anakin Skywalker. But then he stabs it anyway, and he ends up being frozen and drowning. This is, I don't remember any, the movie I remember. <laughs> so they're at the ice and they're, the, the brother is, there, is he, are they related? The two, I don't know what the relationship was. It's the was. entire third act. They're at the, they're at the water nation. Yeah, I'm talking, that's just, the, I'm going to walk you through. <laughs> so Katara and Sokka. Are they related or yeah, are they just friends? <laughs> they, what's I'm asking? I mean, in your defense, Seth, they share the, the movie. same grandmother. So <laughs> I, she was yeah. villi- I thought she was a village elder. In your defense, grandmother. the movie does not explain anything very well. I had to look up the character names because I don't remember them being mentioned in the film at all. I don't know Ang's name because I thought it was Ang in the cartoon. Right. But once again, not seen it, probably it is, Ang. It is Ang. Yep. Is it Ang in this? Ang. So they changed the lead character's name but spelt it the same. Yeah, yes. because Shyamalan wanted yeah. it to sound more Asian. Then you should have cast some Asians. Um, <laughs> well, oh, could have started right there. <laughs> we missed it in the trivia, but there is there is an entry in Wikipedia about uh, the casting controversy about you know there being um, a lot of white uh, actors being cast and and Indians predominantly as the as the as the thing. It has immediately under casting controversy. See also race bending, <laughs> <laughs> which is a genuine term of of uh, you know remakes and and, and other and other reimaginings uh, of flipping flipping the race or, yeah, or, or, or whitewashing it. Race bending. <laughs> That's it's, perfect. Oh. <laughs> okay, my memory of this film. So the siblings. Are we in good or bad? Or no, no. Are we, are we this, still tweeting? Is, this is my tweet. Oh, um, <laughs> it won't be long because I don't. Apparently, I missed all the movies. This is the preamble to your tweet. This is the tweet. <laughs> so they um they were hunting. Well, he's a bad hunter, and then they see this glowy thing, and then a big orb erupts, and she breaks it open, and there's a little bald boy, and like I guess it's Falcor, the Luck Dragon, or whatever it is. Upper. Yeah, the big dog. Oh, I wrote it down as a flying hamster. <laughs> <laughs> it looked yeah. ridiculous. But the thing with the never-ending story, but right, yeah. like a fat version of it. <laughs> so there's that. And then they go back to the village and there was a sky beam and the fire people on the boat saw it and they come and they kidnap, they take Ang and stuff. And they're like, oh, you're the airbender. We caught you. We know who you are. And then I don't remember <laughs> anything else. <laughs> and then at the end, there's a ceremony and he's bowing. Are they all bowing? And then he bows and then it ends. Oh, and then he there's did. a girl who I've never seen before in the movie that's like, yes, I will be the villain in the sequel. 
Yeah, that's the yeah, first she time you see her. Comes in oh, okay. I thought it was more. I had missed her because I was like, who's this bitch? That's not the crux of what I remember. Oh, no, no, no. They wait. Sorry. They, they went. They escaped from the people in the boat. He escaped. And there was rock people. And he liberated them from like the two fire people that were keeping all 50 of them prisoner. Yes. Yeah. And then it's seen missing. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a ceremony. Sure. Well, they all go to the water nation then. I, I imagine that they, they stopped by every single nation. No, I just can't remember. No, they, no, don't. they don't. Because but he says next- he needs to learn. Yes. And he, he knows he knows they're seven. bending. The next thing he needs to learn is water bending. Presumably yep. the trilogy would then have gone on to him learning earth bending in the second movie and then finally fire bending in the in the third film. I was worried that I'd missed so the they, part where he learned the other bends. No, so he he has a bit of a journey. He thinks he can just shoot off to the temple and learn himself. Again, it's another trap. He gets imprisoned again. He escapes again. And that, then, that's when the old man's like, look at all these statues. Also, I yes, have betrayed you. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> then after that, uh, they all go to the, to the water nation because he realizes he needs a lot of guidance to... Learn, he, he can't do it on his own. And he gets like schooled by, an, was it a man? I think it was an older They're man. all just doing Tai Chi. And I'm, there's shit around them, yeah. yeah. But I don't, <laughs> that part there. Well, no, Katara is, is sort of, ends up being his, his mentor. Okay. He does consult the dragon spirit. I remember him asking to, he he to speak says, to the dragon. Yeah, get on with it, go. Oh, do we see the dragon? Are we still tweeting? Yeah, <laughs> that'll be my tweet, which is basically what I was going to say anyway. So. You're welcome. Uh, my tweet was at M. Night Shyamalan. Dear Mr. Knight, please advise as to where I may direct an invoice for the last 90 minutes of my time. <laughs> Thanks in advance. Perfect. I concur. <laughs> Do you guys... Let's- Good? The good? Do you have any good? I, do, I, apparently, it's the one. same movie we all watched, <laughs> so I'm really concerned. We'll start I with this segment. Will go for in approximately 30 seconds. There is a crime that has been committed here. <laughs> I paid for this because oh, I couldn't find it on Netflix. Stan, it's definitely not on Disney Plus. It's I on Prime. I looked on Prime. I searched Air, and nothing came up. I'll send you, you Knight's email when he gets back to me. You, you can invoice him too. I pay, I rented this. In standard definition, so the cheap version, on YouTube for $4. It was $5 for the uh, HD. joke's on you, Seb. I was like, no, I'm all right, thank you. Seb, have you heard of the internet? I was in a rush. I thought it was on the streaming service. So when I went to go watch it at 3 p.m. today- Did you you opt for the 3D version? Did you get your little glasses on? Just just standard def. I I just Chromecasted it to my TV. It was fine, but I paid for this. And I have no idea what the fuck happened. Oh, so we all <laughs> paid for this. Yeah, but I feel like- I, is- I was uh, given a shared uh, digital copy uh, somehow. <laughs> La-di-da. <laughs> That's really good no, though. No, no, liter- nice. Literally though, I, I didn't download it. It oh, was on a hard if you, drive If somehow. you do have an Amazon Prime subscription, it is available on I there. Do. In, in, I do. In Australia, it is on there. I searched Air- and it did not come up. The last? No, I just searched air. I'm, well, the typing on that thing is stupid. It's a st- like the PS4 oh, app. I it's see. stupid. I see. Yeah. So air, I was I, I picked the one fast word. Is an Airbender one word though? Because when you you know you look would expect for, it to autofill though. Yeah. Like when if you, you search air, you would expect Airbender. No, to I, I completely understand that because when I search for Return of the Jedi, I just you know search for of and then it, it comes up. As, <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. you would course no, but you would to. search for Jedi maybe. Last Airbender. You didn't even finish Airbender. How, how much time are you saving by not typing in six letters on the PS4? <laughs> it is cumbersome. I will. I, yeah, I, I always search on my phone whenever I do those things. Yeah, because we've got in this household between my family, my sister who doesn't live with us, but we all share like different accounts and stuff. We've got like the four major yeah. streaming services in Australia. And I tell you, Netflix has the only one that searching is not a, a fucking trial to do on. Yes. Maybe that's the variety hour next week. I'll talk all about how to make a fucking search option on your streaming service. Stan is the worst because it just has the letters all in, oh. all in a row. Who oh, does that? So painful. If you're not doing it on your phone and typing it, yeah, doing it with a with a controller is ridiculously cumbersome. It's painful. I don't know what I I don't do any of that. We've got a laptop that's hooked up to the TV, <laughs> and we it's literally just you know grab the keyboard and you type. So well. Listen, we don't, don't all don't live know. in a golden castle <laughs> with fucking indoor waterfalls, Alex. 
well, maybe just be better. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep, cool. Maybe, maybe M. Light Shyamalan. Maybe just be better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's Preach. attempt the good. Sure. As brief as it'll be. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! General Zhao's and Prince Zuko's... He cooks uh, a good chicken. No, <laughs> no, their motivations are clear and they make sense. They're good characters. Yeah, They're well portrayed in the movie. I know the other characters in the TV show are also good, yeah. but that didn't translate to the oh, film no, at all. not at all. But they did. They're I, really good. I will agree with you, but also Iroh. The um, yeah. Uncle Iroh. He's kind of there. He's, he's, he, he he's seems to flip around. A, in in the in the um, TV series, but yeah. his motivation in this to and like once you know what his actual motivation is, it it's a lot better. But in this, helping his nephew be a better person. True. I I enjoyed that, and I think it came across yeah. good. Yeah. Um, the, I really liked the brother sister duo. They yeah. their acting was I just did not like them at all. <laughs> top. Oh no, it was the. I'm obviously being sarcastic. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm I'm one glass of okay. wine deep. So <laughs> everything is really good right now. <laughs> everything good about this film has to do with some part of the Fire Nation, whether the. Uh, characters or the or the the dialogue between them or the or the performances of them, the fire cannon is really yeah. cool. Great that's, idea. That's cool. Yeah, just fire um, off this cannon, and then all the firebenders can manipulate the the stuff coming out of there. It's great. And you have no idea what you're talking about. I must have no, the, in the siege. In in yeah, in the siege, right at the very end, right when all the fire soldiers are climbing in, scaling the walls of the of the water nation. There's one scene where there's this huge cannon. And instead of firing a cannonball out of it, it just shoots this jet of fire. It's cool. It looks really cool. This is this won't gonna really fit in in the good and the bad. Just a general query: Why would the Fire Nation ever pick a fight with literally the only nation that can stop them? Seb, they've always been at war. Yes. Yep. They. That's it. They've always been at war. They've already eliminated the Air Nation. But it's, Earth Nation is you know largely imprisoned. So this is the last people that they have to eliminate so they can rule the world. At the age of eight, or is it, <laughs> or is it ten, um, when a child reaches that age, they are given their first Pokemon and they are sent off to scour the world. D- different and, franchise. And catch them all. <laughs> and these eight-year-olds learn very quickly, if I've got the fire one and you've got the water one, no, I'm going to have a bad time. Not everybody knows they're a bender. Fire and water mm-hmm. naturally oppose, unless it's an electrical fire. If they were electrical firebenders, I think that'd be a, a case, but then you get some sort of like Watch powder Cora. bender. Well, and also Earth. <laughs> Watch Cora. Earth yeah, can okay. also stop water. Yeah. And it can extinguish. Yeah. It's scissors, paper, rock, but yeah. they're challenging. They are scissors and they're challenging rock. Actually, well, no, they're, they're more the last people fire left. challenging water, but. They're the last people left, and the Fire Nation King wants to rule over the entire world. Do we learn his motivation as to why he no. wants to? Okay, it just—they just are at war, Seb. In the cartoon, accept it. Do we find out? Is there a reason as to why they're being so conquering? Yes, every everything is explained in the cartoon. Is it good? Yes. Okay. Well, it's better than this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But no, there's there's a lot of payoff, and like there's a lot of character development that. Yeah. And it's Zuko was a lot better in the cartoon as well. Okay, interesting. And yeah, I'd have to say. So there you go. So the bad. <laughs> I was no, saying, I, the effects were good. Some of them, yeah, I, not all of them, sure. but some of them. Were nice. lot, yeah, I was going to say it was some. It was for the most part very pretty. Yeah, yeah. That was the only thing I had in good was like, like I said before, it's a good-looking movie. Yeah. yeah. I do think there's some frame. I mean, maybe it might have been my copy being the standard definition one, but that shouldn't really affect it. I had some frame rate issues. Oh right, <laughs> for some some just sequences. Um, even like it was unfortunately in like the first five minutes as well. There was a really bad one when she goes with the little ice pick to crack open the sphere. It it does this weird glitchy, not glitchy thing, like like bit of a frame fuck up where she's like stabs it twice before it explodes, and it looked like she was claymation for a second. Oh, okay, like oh, I, I didn't yeah. have that same experience. Which is weird. You guys, I'm going to talk about a good movie for a second. <laughs> you guys obviously know Jurassic Park. Sure. The, you know the first one where I've the T-Rex comes in and takes out all the raptors? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. In that scene where the T-Rex taking out the directives, just before it does that weird pose with the Jurassic Park sign that falls behind it, all that, there's like a single frame where one of the raptors just disappears. Okay. And then reappears the frame <laughs> after. Sure. And that made it into the final cut. Okay. Less noticeable than this film's fucking up like that. Okay. F- Wait, we're in the good. What am I doing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got confused Zan- because you wanted to talk about a good movie. That's the one. I did it myself. Zhao's death, I thought, was pretty cool. So once the once uh, mm. uh, the water princess has sacrificed her life to bring life back to the moon spirit that gives the water nation their their power or amplifies their their power. Uh, once once that happens and it's uh, the water soldiers are. Uh, have come down on General Zhao on the on the bridge. Um, Iroh has just said your biggest weakness is that you always stand alone. You know, it's your it's your strength and it's also your, your biggest weakness. And they shoot water at him and encapsulate him in this bubble and he tries to swim out of it, but they keep moving the water around to wherever he's swimming. I thought that was really cool. That even though he's he's floating up in the air, he's drowning because he just can't swim to the edge. Horrifying. Horrifying. Oh, yeah. yeah, but good. it was no, good. I agree. But, it was, but it was an interesting idea, mm. you know. I was starved for something good <laughs> in the film, and I latched onto the first interesting thing I could I could find. Well, this is the problem that it was, it was you know, and, and and a justified death. He tried to kill their god, essentially. Uh, so of course he's going to be you know killed with water. You know, this is a comment. The film was very creative. I thought it did like that. One of the problems, one of the many problems, one of the problems with the Green Lantern film. He has this ring where he can imagine whatever he wants, and the ring will make a green, glowy version of that. In that film, we get fighter jets and Gatling guns. Because the character is apparently very dense, um, but this <laughs> film—he did. He was a pilot. Yeah, but he also made a Hot Wheels car and a chainsaw. Like it was—it was very he's a uncreative stuff. Yes. <laughs> Whereas in this film, there was some really unique things that they were doing with the stuff to sure. keep it visually interesting. And they had the kind of the same challenge of, well, what what can we do? We can just have like a water geyser, or we can do something like this. So it was, it was good stuff. But now it's time for trash. Well, the oh, ending, yeah. despite being open ended, I thought was pretty satisfying. Yeah. Would like you come back for a sequel? No. Oh, I'm not interested in the series at all, and I'll never watch this again. Sorry to, you know, give you the verdict early. No, but <laughs> would you save time later? <laughs> are, you, are you interested in the potential Netflix series? Out of no, reference, though. No, not for a second. What about the cartoon? I have been told it's fantastic, but again, <laughs> it's not no, catchphrase of the day. <laughs> and it's not that I'm resistant; just that it doesn't hold any interest at all. Andrew, it is tremendously good. Yeah, oh, no, I, I I have no doubt. I have no doubt that it's a very robust story. I just can't latch onto it in any way. It is busty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hit the bad guys. I'm, I'm abort. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! You are tearing me apart, Lisa! I've fallen, and I can't get up! I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) (laughs) Where to begin? (laughs) The movie in and of itself is just a misfire. Like, yeah. They did, like, almost everything you could do wrong was done wrong. If you guys could show me on this doll um, where the bad movie hurt you, <laughs> that would probably be the best place to start. Um, it was boring. I literally, yeah. don't, I don't fall yeah, asleep you're, in you're movies. Not wrong, actually, yeah. I'm, but I did, and that's a problem. Like it just yeah. didn't engage. It was just, and it was weirdly paced. As yeah, well. that's like that's probably why it comes across as boring is because of how weird the pace is. Plus, it's like really clunky in parts as well. Like it's just there's more like exposition based via like dialogue and narration than there is natural dialogue in the movie yes. or character development or yeah. it's it's just this is the story and you may as well be reading the words out on the, on the page yourself yeah exactly yeah that's how it comes across um, and it doesn't feel like anybody was interested in, in in doing it yeah like none of the performances are like like the guys you said they were pretty good but like i feel like there's they're not they're the best part yeah, of the film which yeah. isn't saying much but like there's not a lot of convincing performances in the yeah. movie which comes across on screen like it feels like people are just there to do a job and, and read I, their lines and collect their paycheck and i and i don't think it's the source material that was at fault in any way no, it's entirely not. the translation yeah. yeah and it's like the source material is obviously really good but how they managed to even get that's so wrong when you have such a good rich source material to pull from obviously like i said before you're trying to fit a lot of stuff into a fairly small package but 
you could have done it better. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And if and if you're trying to fit, you know, a lot into a small package, should you really be doing the project in the first exactly. place? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I never like a film that starts off with narration. It always puts me on edge. Like if uh, if you're going to have a story to tell me, then tell me either through dialogue or be clever. Don't just have words up on a page and somebody reading them out. It, that's or a very didn't this, mo- didn't this movie start with <laughs> you first have to read words <laughs> on a screen <laughs> and then some narration like immediately after? Like, how then, much do you need to tell me to for me to start this movie? Yep, and then twenty minutes later, the grandmother says everything all over again yeah. when she's telling the kids who the avatar is. So just do that. Just do that. Pick yeah. a way to tell us the universe uh, to to to, yeah. to to set up the universe. Look, I think. <laughs> The the st- the starting is like a homage to the TV show, like um, the um, the Avatar is blah blah blah. It's it's literally the the start of every episode. Of so the they show. needed to do some form of fan service before yeah. they give you the middle finger for the following much, sixty yeah. minutes. Okay, <laughs> I I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that's probably there because of that. And then the grandmother explains to them in yeah. the film because. It's part of the film. Because I, I so don't know. I don't know. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> because so much of the dialogue is this e- e- exposition, it feels simultaneously at times that they're rushing over stuff. Yeah. And also dwelling on stuff that just, you know, isn't important and you could and you could get like, on with it. Like close up face yeah. shots. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, it's, right? Yeah. Yeah, give me some story. They're not even well framed close up either. <laughs> they got like half his chin out of frame. Why are we that close to him? Don't also, he's a really weird looking kid. It's, it's a Shyamalan. Sh- it's a Shyamalan special. He loves a close up. These are weird close ups though. Yeah. I've yeah, noticed them. It's like films. a Shyamalan close up, and then you've added another twenty percent to it. Yeah, but this is ten years after Sixth Sense. This is well into his career. He's got to be doing new, fresh stuff. You know, he's going to be bored with just a regular old close-up. It's got to be, it's got to be even closer. <laughs> I'm all for trying new things. Tilt See the if they work. Yeah. <laughs> See if they work. Great. And you know what? It's your job to sit down during the cut before the film comes out and say, "Hey, I'm really glad that we tried a fucking weird close-up, but it looks bad. We're not putting this in our final film." Yeah, that's try what I said it before. I fully think they just didn't shoot enough coverage for this movie, and that's why they were like, "Uh, yep, we'll have to use that. That'll do it." Yep. Whatever criticism you have of Shyamalan, and there are many, and I think completely justified a lot, you can't ignore the fact that he makes money. He does make money. That's why he keeps on getting the work. So somebody is either genuinely enjoying this or <laughs> or yeah. paying to see his films for, you know, some sort of some sort of uh, Schadenfreude to see just how bad the next one can be, but the guy makes money. Was this before or after he got good again? This, got good this again? is definitely in his bad section. Yeah. Like I, I don't hate I quite like quite a few of his movies. But Sixth Sense this was is, fantastic. Yeah, Devil was good as well. Yeah, I liked Signs. I thought that was a fun movie. Yeah. I like. I've enjoyed everything he's done the last few years. Like yeah. the Split Glass, they were fun. Uh, the Visit, I thought was a really good little horror okay, movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely in that period where like everything that he was doing was like just getting like critically and like audience <laughs> were just not oh. enjoying it at all. It was like right <laughs> after the happening. I think right. there was something else right after that was quite shitty as well. His, so he, you know, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable Signs. I'd say fucking perfect sure. start. Yeah. Yeah. Then he hits The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening, The Last Airbender, After Earth. Yeah, Five in After a row. Yeah. Bam, 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 trash. And then he comes back with The Visit, which was that low-key horror one that did quite well for what it was. That was good. I like that. And then he came back with Split as well. So you say The Visit, Split, Glass. He's been on a, a nice tear comparatively. Yeah. Because he had, sure. I'd yeah, say, three that, of his strongest films to start that, with. If that mid-2000s sort of five run can't kill him, he'll be around forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a weird career. Just getting back to the editing, <clears throat> were, the, were, were the scene jumps... A bit quick for anybody else. Yeah, I like I'm, so. I'm, not, I'm not talking about the shortcuts. I mean, just the length of scene. Like we're with somebody for thirty seconds. They give a little bit of exposition, and then we cut to the yeah. other side of the world. Was that yeah? Was that just me, or were they really quick? Even within yeah. the same scenes, there were weird jumps. There was one where they were talking to some guy. It was at the in the first half hour, but they were talking to some person. I think it was in the that Earth 
Kingdom place where they save yeah. them from the two fire people up on like some balcony and they're having one conversation and the conversation <sighs> continues with the cut. But when they've cut, they're now, they've now moved like 300 meters yes. down off the balcony, but the conversation's exactly where it was. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it was like, what have you done? Oh, that's weird. It just feels yeah. weird. I, it was it was the same criticism that Phantom Menace got in that you were telling four stories simultaneously and constantly cutting in between them that you couldn't maintain a tone through the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I couldn't even establish a tone, let alone keep one because mm. everything just jumped around so quickly. Yeah, like nothing has any time to breathe. It's just like, yep, this person's delivered this line yeah. of exposition. That's all that scene. Introduced. Yep, we're over here now. Like you don't have time to marinate on anything, which is why a lot of the time I found myself, even though these characters are painstakingly explaining the story to me, yeah. still sitting there being like, what's happening? But it wasn't done for newcomers. Like the film was clearly made for fans mm. because they brush over a lot of stuff that you would have to spend a lot of time on to establish yeah. anybody that's unfamiliar with the series. Mm. Uh, well, that's, I guess that's the thing with doing like an adaption. Like you need to find a good middle ground where like you can explain things well enough to someone who has no prior knowledge of anything while at the same time, I guess, not pandering to people who do already know everything. And it's an art. Yeah, it's it an definitely art is. To, it's to, a fine to line that, as well. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it did it well or if it did it, Awfully, because obviously they explained <laughs> everything, but none of it. They didn't. They, there wasn't enough. Like they'll most they of it, I because guess. Because they missed character names. Yeah, I, I had to look up Soka and Katana because I did not hear them mentioned once in the film. Yeah, right. I didn't even pick up on that. But yeah, I feel like there's just. Not I remember it, but it's not. No, it's not like notable. You know yeah. what movie did a damn good job of introducing so many characters when it had no right to do it. <laughs> Fucking Street Fighter. Oh, yes. Our <laughs> yeah, review, yeah, actually, that's true, yeah. We did the live show for it with Andrew and Zane. It'll come out like a month or so when we get the bloody recording from Supernova, so you'll hear it. But they introduced like 12 or 13 characters from that fighting game. And each and every one of them, you can look at it and be like, oh, of course, that, that's Zangief. Or that's Bison. Yeah. And that's Guile. And they are all so recognizable. And they've got perfect personalities. I couldn't tell fuck all in this movie apart. And you can I don't know who is because Street yeah. Fighter as a game, though. Not really. I mean, I've I've played it, but I don't. I'm not a I'm not a fight ga fighting gamer. Like and I've Street Fighter did it well, where even from a few lines of dialogue, you got a very strong sense of the personality of the character. Whereas in this one, you're with them for the entire film, and you still don't know what their what their motivations are, yeah. what they're going to do next. You can't predict anything. You're just waiting for that exposition to be spewed at you. I know who Ang is because they stole that kid from the Premier Ward at some bloody <laughs> hospital. That's the only reason I can tell him from any other character. Um, like I said, I didn't even know they were fucking brother and sister. Right. They could have been best yeah, friends. Been yeah. that you weren't paying attention at the start when they said dad is off at war. So I need to look after you, my sister. But okay, if they, said, mean, okay, if they said that exact <laughs> clunky line of dialogue, that, that is on me. We no, 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 exactly they said like, that. I don't think he said, I'm going to look after you, my sister, but he said, dad told me to look after you. And, okay. you know, saying so that- That might to, be on me. Saying that to a girl, I, I would think, yeah, you know, fair. like my dad is friends with your dad, so I'm going to look after you because <laughs> my dad said to. Okay. But, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, they, they, hey, that might be on me and- but I'm going to throw it back on the film because I'm all about dodging that blame. Um, <laughs> if the film was more engaging, I would have remembered it. Sure. That's fair. Sure. Maybe if the you weren't hungover too. But I'm not hungover. <laughs> you, you did say that you- I said I spent drinking. the night drinking. I didn't say yeah. I spent the morning regretting it. You so said you woke up and you were like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I worked so No, That was <laughs> when I saw Doctor Sleep, which I have perfect <laughs> recollection of. It was this movie that I saw later in the afternoon that was worse. Soka and the Water Princess have a little bit of chemistry, but I, guess. I, but I think that's just because you spend so little time with them, you don't see how little chemistry they, they have. They yeah, were holding hands. It's, it's, yeah, like a dead giveaway that they're in love. And yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're simply exchanging long protein strains. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody everybody else, apart from the, the Fire Nation guys, just had no... No kind of oomph. I, I, I don't want to use the word chemistry. They just mm. had no life about them at all. The characters were completely yeah. dead. They never came to life from the page. Yeah, and I don't know if that's the writing or the performances or a combination of both, but it really does come across just so lifeless. Yeah, and Shyamalan was in charge, so he has to take 
the blame yeah, for it. Exactly. You can't really pass that one on. No. Or can you? Well, I mean, you could find a way. <laughs> I think it would be an appropriate time to lay down the verdict. What do you think, Sebastian? But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. It's hard for me to say I don't recommend this film because I also don't remember this film. There you go. That <laughs> sums up everything. But are they brother and sister? Are they boyfriend and girlfriend? Who knows? But do, Wait, but is, so the is Fire it, Kingdom's a good guy, right? Yes. <laughs> but is it, Surprisingly. is it the film's fault that you don't remember it? No, I think so. I genuinely think so. I was so, in, I mean, okay. I came off because we do we do record these in batches. So I came up <gasps> watching three hours of Doctor Sleep. Kayfabe, Seb. Sorry, yeah. Um, we review every movie live on Saturdays. <laughs> but none of this is true. Um, Saturday nights from Rockefeller. It's Sunday though. Yeah, it is. Shit. Okay. Live from Seb's house, it's Sunday night. There we go. Um, I came from doing three hours of the slowest fucking Stephen King film I've ever watched in my life. Mm. I say that. You never watched The Shining, did you? I love it's a good movie. Um, see, and then into see, this. This is entirely flawed. Anyway, go on. Um, <laughs> and instantly I was just, there's nothing to care about. I don't yeah. care. Literally any of the main characters could have had their heads cut off in any other scene and I would have thought they were an extra. Yep. Because I just, I didn't know who was who apart from the, the little bald boy. No, that's entirely valid. The flying bat lemur. <laughs> yeah, there's too many flying animals in this. And why is there why is a why is the there a dragon big dog? never flies, but a hamster does. It's a big hamster though. Flying you know how like bison. You know how like they look at bees and like how do bees and they're just like, I'm not sure how a bee flies. Can you focus your time where it's needed? <laughs> it didn't have wings. It was just levitating, right? Yeah, or did it have wings like and I, oh, I, I fell asleep and they were flapping? Maybe just ran really fast and bent the it's, air around it. It's part of the magic of the creature. It's a bad film. Dragons shouldn't be able to fly. <laughs> it's a bad film because it was written for the fans. Things aren't explained enough for newcomers because everybody who knows it already understands. And as it turns out, they weren't satisfied either because exactly. it, it didn't go in depth enough. It tried to bridge a gap very poorly by building a bridge where nobody wanted to cross. And it didn't work out well <laughs> for anybody. Nobody was happy. <laughs> Is it up to me? Sure. Um, yes. Oh, I'll, I'll never watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I do have uh, 34 hours left on my rental. Uh-huh. <laughs> so last airbender party. <laughs> yep. I can watch it a good couple of times in there. Is there any I'm, more of that wine left? <laughs> <laughs> Just get it um, on loop. <laughs> look, don't waste your time with this. Just watch the cartoon. That's Utter trash. That's it. That's you it? heard it yeah. here. I don't Oops. need to say anything else because everyone, I'm just going to be yeah. spilling no, no, no. everything else. Was Jordan's entire summation just utter trash? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well. Were I, were I not tweeting at M. Night Shyamalan, that would have also just been my tweet. <laughs> just been hashtag utter trash. Or like if I could insert like a little audio file as my review, it would be like Danny DeVito saying trash mm. because he says it with such gusto. Oh. Trash. <laughs> Did you guys really rather good, to start the socials in that case? And I'm going to double check what we've got coming up next because I've forgotten. Facebook.com slash second take. Not second take podcast because that's too many letters. Just Facebook.com right. Save yourself some time. Slash second take. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at second take podcast. Or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at second take TNC. Give us money at our Patreon. Dot com slash second take. Yeah. Um, that's Last Action Hero and... Uh, Jingle all the way next and Star and, Wars and Star Wars. Of yeah, course. so um, I don't know if you heard, but there's a new Star Wars movie coming out soon. Yep, oh, it sure is. Uh, Rise of the Jedi or something. Ah, cool. Um, Skywalker's Revenge. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably it. The Dark Skywalker. Yes. Yeah, the Empire's Dark. <laughs> Little secret. That, ooh, <laughs> ten, ten things I hate about Jedi. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be great. I'm really excited. Um, we do have a face. Uh, sorry, our um, email address. Drop us a line, motherfuckers, but not like a little phone line, like an email line. Like drop us a, a lo- coke line or whatever. Drop us mean. some words. <laughs> a fishing a- line. <laughs> yeah. Second take podcast at gmail.com. But yes, yeah. so Star Wars, 
Last Action Hero, which I'm very excited for Last Action yeah. Hero. Um, and then Jingle All the Way. Yeah, that too. Nice good, Christmas movie good just little, in time. little for... Arnie sandwich happened in there between yeah, the Star Wars. Yeah. If you can cameo, that'd be great. Oh, <laughs> if only, right? How good would a story He can be the governor of a planet that gets blown up. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're blowing up another planet? Oh, they always blow up a planet, Seb. Yeah. That's all they do in Star Wars. Of course. Well, that's that. We'll see you for better movies next time, right? <laughs> we'll see. Sleep well. Bye, I love you, man. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.